Hi and welcome to the Youthscape podcast with me, Rachel Gardner, and him. And Martin Saunders. It is so good to welcome you. And as you know, if you were tuning in regularly, we bring to you some fabulous guests who bring some just awesome top draw stuff. They do. But before that, you get us. I'm sorry. You get us unhinged, unleashed. Are you ready with some good stories today? Often Martin? unplanned. Unplanned and yeah. unfocused. Yeah. So it's going to be good. So stick with it. Now, I'm looking at a camera because actually at the moment we have the fabulous producer James mm. and we have the podcast producer Amy and we have Gaffer, right hand man, assistant producer Matt, filming this. How can people watch this? This is the last one for a while that we're doing. Like oh, this. is that because so, we're going so terribly wrong in the yeah, last one? Yeah, that's right. Um, but we are going to be on YouTube, Ooh. which is a website. <laughs> Uh, and uh, you can go on there and, and if you search for Youthscape there's a bunch of podcasts uh, available in video form like this one also Facebook Instagram, oh yeah oh yeah all sorts of routes thank you, you producer Amy she's brilliant she's uh, yeah so you, you'll be able to pick it up on our social media as well um, but we wanted to give you a, a sort of insight into mm. what it looks like and it, I'll be honest with you I mean I level with you this isn't actually normally what it looks like we no. normally record this thing in a cupboard it, Literally in a cupboard. Yeah, but this time and we you're normally out. sat like on my lap almost, aren't you? It's like we're like right here. Yeah, and not on your lap. <laughs> no, you're not. On my Just lap. to be this clear, is good. not this is good. Not on her this lap. This is good. Uh, but we are because we're hoping to sell this to TBN. We've decided <laughs> to um, put put like a giant some stuff in the background. It's I don't know all what, fake walls. Yeah, isn't it? this is all. There's actually nothing here. It's all cardboard. Here. Uh, but no, you're in you're in the drop-in centre at Youthscape yeah. uh, here, where we have young people every night. Actually, that's a really nice thing. Yeah. I hadn't even thought to say that. Well, yeah, we are sat in the drop-in where every day yeah. young people come. And, and this is the corner, actually, where often big conversations take place. Yeah. But today and, we've locked all the teenagers out. Yeah, that's right. No. I can't get in. No, you can't have this space. This is just for us. So, Martin, have you had a good week? I have had a good week, yeah, yes. The sun is shining. It's it's glorious, isn't it? It's fantastic. Um, you know, it's... Uh, what's the date today, Amy? It's the 9th, 8th of March. Of oh, of course it is. Of course it is. It's a very so, significant date. You're so as, as we're recording this on the 9th of March, may I self-indulgently say it's my birthday tomorrow. <gasps> Wonderful. We oh. had a few years ago where we had to be very sensitive around the special date, didn't we? Really we're beyond struggled. that now. I struggle we? with that one. We're free from that. Yeah. And uh, if anyone's ever found it, there's a really self-indulgent... Uh, <laughs> some, they did like a 40th birthday special for me. It was very long. Um, which was a bit... It was a bit indulgent. It was uncomfortable. It was good. It was really it good. Was it was uncomfortable. Really anyway, that, that was two years ago. Amazing. So now there's only a one-year age gap between us. That's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. That's amazing. But I will always be older and wiser. Can I share with you a story that has really brought hope to my heart? Yes, please. Because you you often have brought recently some amazing stories about God doing incredible things in young people's lives, like outside of, dare, it, dare I say it, outside of youth ministry. Yeah. And, uh, and you told a story recently, and I have to say, I did have that pang of, oh, I wish that sort of thing happened to me. And that, it's happened in the past, but not recently. Uh, and you mm. told a story of a young person that just walked into church out of the blue. Oh, yeah. And just wanted to find out. Well, on Sunday, we had exactly the same thing. So we're a high street church. Yeah. So we often have people wandering in from nowhere because we're quite visible and we have like a free donut wall outside and all the rest mm-hmm. of it. But this Sorry, teenage... hang on. What, you have a free donut wall? Mm. How does that work? You just hang free donuts on a wall that has lots of nails in it and you have the word free donuts above it. And the most hilarious thing happens. 
people in Preston who supposedly just put their heads down and just don't stop anywhere, they find sneaky ways to creep up and nick the donuts. It's so really? good. Yeah, yeah, I Do love it. Do they take more than one? Yeah, I love it. Oh, I love a bit of audacity for the gospel. It's good. But anyway, a okay, teenage sorry. lad walked in. I think he's about 17 years old. And a year ago, a year before... He had been in his bedroom and he said this to us. You know, I was in my bedroom and I just was so desperate. Didn't tell us anything about his story. That's, that's private. He can, as he trusts us, he might tell mm-hmm. us stuff. Mm-hmm. He was like, I was just so desperate. I was just tr- crying out to whatever is out there. I was just so desperate. And then he said this, and I met Jesus. Oh. And it was one of those powerful things where you just think, yeah. I don't know whether how, what that was, what that felt, but, wow. but he met Jesus. And about a year later, he was like, I woke up this morning, I thought I'd better go and find some other people that... That have met Jesus too. Oh, yeah. And it was that moment of, oh, oh, so what are we supposed to do? <laughs> like, what, yeah. what, what do we do? Because, panic. Yeah, and it was, but it's just so. Did amazing. they find you immediately or did they panic and send for you? Well, the ama- no, the beautiful thing is we have a youth pastor called Beth yeah. Bright who's amazing. And our operations team uh, guy is called Nev, and he's probably the, the best youth worker I've ever met. He's never done youth work his life. He's in his late 50s, but he's all in for young people. But he's at Tate. Sorry. So, he, so, so what? I think it was him. He's. This he's, guy went and spoke to Ned. He's the best youth worker you've ever met. I think in that he's just so available for young people. Oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry. Martin is the best no, no, youth worker I've ever met. I don't have met. to be. Second. But, you know, some of us have been through, like, <laughs> you know, training college. Yeah, we've been in it for the long haul. I don't think... Some guy who's never even done think, youth ministry I, is the best yeah, youth exactly. worker you've ever met. I don't think he's worked in a single tuck shop, Martin. What? I think it's shocking. Pay your dues, Nev. <laughs> but isn't that amazing? Like, oh, that, sorry. That's he sounds the great, great thing about sounds church great. plans, that everyone's really focusing on him. But anyway, yeah, great. so it was him and he and, and he came to find me in a kind of like, Rach, you need to hear this, you need to hear this. Wow. It'd be just beautiful and a beautiful reminder mm. that God passionately cares about young people and doesn't always need us to do I know, it. I know, it's worrying. Terrifying. So that was so, I was so encouraged. That's amazing. Yeah. And, and so what now? What now for this lad? Well, I saw I said to him, oh, we've got Alpha starting next week. And he's like, brilliant, because I want to tell more people about Jesus. And I'm like, yeah, of course you want to be a little, of course, yeah. Brilliant. Here's me wanting so, to like sneak you into a course wow. to make sure it's proper. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I just want to tell people about Jesus. Got to line up your doctrines before we can go any further. Love it. So good on him. I love so, that. Love this young man. Awesome, so, awesome, awesome. And also, not to stereotype, but he walked into the church and I think people's reactions to him wasn't, you're about to tell us you're a Christian. Huh. It's amazing, isn't it? The assumptions yeah. that you make when somebody walks into the room. So, yeah. so exciting. I've done that where we've had a young person turn up at a youth group and you you kind of make all these preconceptions yeah. about, you. well, that one yes. clearly fits the, the mould yes. not to be a Christian. Yeah. You know, I'm sure he's, he looks a bit edgy. Yeah. I shall, at some point, I shall start to say, well, we're Christians, actually. Mm. And then you do say that and he's like, oh, yeah, my dad's a pastor. Yeah. So, um, so it's good to learn. Well, I am the pastor. Yes. <laughs> because we're yeah. so old now, they're so yeah. young looking. Brilliant. <laughs> now we have, for those that are watching this, we have a rogue notebook with very nice writing on it. Oh yeah, someone's made notes for someone's this. Someone's made notes for this podcast. Well, it's on. our next Can guest. we read them? Can we, Can we read the notes? Can we read There's the notes first? First? There's no privacy, privacy, no consent. No consent. But we have two amazing guests and I am, I think for me the energy levels, have you have you felt it? I've gone I have. up a little bit. You've been very excitable. I'm very excited about it. mainly because they're women. I get very excited about women in ministry, but also because they work for an organisation that is so dear to my heart. Now I didn't grow up through this organisation, but pretty much everyone else that's in Involved. It's in their blood and DNA. I am talking about one of the greatest gifts to Christian youth ministry in the UK, which is the Girls Brigade. Should we bring on our guests? 
They are, I feel like a, a game show. It they is are that. Dr. Clara and Florence, come join us. <laughs> it's wonderful to have you. Oh, wow, that was a little game show. Oh, I just love them. A little I bit cabaret. <laughs> I said to Martin when he sat down, "You're playing with the big guns now. You come to the big, the big adult table now. Like this is the adult table." Shall I just? No, no, no. Lean in. <laughs> Lean in and join in. Lean in and join in. So, Florence, you are a development worker in Bristol. Yes. And Claire, you are the mission and advocacy enabler for Girls Brigade, among yeah. many other titles. Mm-hmm. So, to get here today, where have you come from to be with us today? I come from Belfast, the greatest city in the world. My goodness. And are you regularly like doing the little jump across? Yeah. I, I travel quite a lot. Yeah, in the next eight weeks, I'm going to do 16 flights. So, I'm Eco Warriors Nightmare. Oh, oh dear. Yeah, oh dear. I, I I see you brought your own bottle of water there, a reusable bottle, so that's, yeah, that goes I, towards it. I don't own a car, I just want to say that, so that's what I do for the environment. I fly a lot, but I don't own a car. <laughs> you don't need one, because you fly everywhere. <laughs> Uber and flag. Wow. Oh, Claire, so I'm so excited that we've got you both from Girls Brigade. And I do talk every now and then about Girls Brigade in the podcast, but it's the first time that we've had a dedicated episode. We did record with one of the volunteers, who's been a volunteer mm. for 46 years, um, up north, that we've not had anybody from the core team so it's great to have you Claire can we start by asking you like, what is Girls Brigade and what is it that it can offer the local church for anyone that doesn't know what is Girls Brigade yeah. oh my goodness it's Girls Brigade changed my life when I went when I was three years old and to put it in a nutshell what is Girls Brigade it's an international mission movement for girls we're in over 50 countries so that means there's over about 200,000 girls every week coming through church doors in all different cultures to hear the gospel and discover who they are in Jesus. And right here in England and Wales, Girls Brigade is meets in local churches every week. They partner with local churches to provide like missional outreach. But we also have other projects like Coco, which is our online vlog, uh, and our Esther Collective for their 18 to 30. So we're quite, we're obviously a traditional uniform youth organisation in many ways, been around for 127 years. But we have innovated and we have diversified to meet the needs of girls today. And we recently celebrated a big anniversary in England and Wales, didn't we? 125 years. You've got a story about the birth of GB in England and Wales, is that right? Yeah, I've got a story about the birth of GB in Dronachie. Tell us. Yeah, so 127 years ago in Dublin... Uh, a woman went up and sat on a park bench overlooking Dublin. If you think about that, it was 1893. The situation for girls was really difficult. They couldn't get an education. They couldn't vote. There were lots of girls that were very poor and had nowhere to go. And she just prayed to God for her, for God to give her a vision for these girls. And she felt like, it sounds so simple, but we need to open the church doors mm-hmm. for these girls. And that's what she did in a little church called Sandy Might in Dublin. And the lady was Margaret Byers. And I just, I'm so inspired by her vision and hope because this is a time where women would not have taken any kind of public role. Mm. You know, they were told to be quiet. They weren't Mm. worth being educated. But she must have went through all the church committees Mm. to create this group. And did this woman know 127 years later that we would be sitting talking about GB Mm. in over 50 countries? Mm. Like her faithfulness and her obedience, look what it's... You know, over the centuries, mm. over the, the many different cultures. And I just think 
She's an incredible woman of faith. Like many of the women in the late 1800s, they were motivated by their faith yeah. mm-hmm. to make a difference. And actually, I loved how at the National Youth Ministry Weekend, you amplified one of those stories. Mm-hmm. And actually, mm-hmm. I think we need to do more of that, mm-hmm. to be inspired by the women of faith mm-hmm. in the past. Mm-hmm. How did it... So, I mean, I'm not asking for a massive history lesson. Yeah. I don't expect you to know the ins and outs. <laughs> but, but how did it go from, from there to 50 countries? That's a really good question. Do you know what? I am like a history buff. That's what my PhD ah. was in. But I've never looked into it Martin but I reckon it was the missionaries because when I go to these countries when I go to the Caribbean when I go to Singapore they're celebrating women from England and Scotland who came 60 70 years ago so these were actually women not necessarily with their husbands either but they felt God's calling to go to a different country and they had they had seen the benefit of girls brigade so they brought what they know but what I love when I go to Singapore Singapore and Asia they are so innovative they've taken GB mm. and they are outreaching to all the different countries they're doing uh, anti-trafficking projects mm. they're doing English language schools so they've taken the core of GB which is to help girls discover life to the full mm. and they've adapted it to the environment they're in mm. and for the 21st century and I, that's what I love about GB it's profoundly practical it is faith in action isn't it and it's yeah. asking the question continually for this generation of young women what are the challenges they face and how can the church be good news for girls Absolutely. not 50 years ago but yeah. now which is as you said but building on all the wonderful stuff that's gone before mm-hmm. Florence so you're fairly new to the GB family and you are the development worker in Bristol yes. amazing city so what does that look like for you what, what are you doing in developing GB across that city yeah so like you were saying about yourself as well I didn't grow up in GB at all so have no background with it and I've been working with GB now for coming up to five months so I'm still very new um so my role in Bristol up until well now it's sort of kind of all coming together I've just really been like finding out about the amazing work that GB is doing and how it's like impacting girls lives um and going around to all the groups and meeting girls, mm-hmm. um, which has been amazing. And it's just incredible to see how much this organisation means to the girls mm-hmm. and the volunteers mm-hmm. that um, work for them. And yeah, I guess I've just been sort of also trying to make those connections between maybe churches or organisations that wouldn't have traditionally been involved with mm-hmm. GB. Mm-hmm. Um, I think because it's such a like, historic organisation, um, people obviously have heard of it, but they might not know that we're sort of like doing all of this really mm. like crucial contemporary work mm. that is like going right into the centre of girls' lives today. Um, so with my, I guess my connection to, yeah, like a different kind of church, um, I've been able to sort of a bit of networking and like mm. come and what's, in the, there what's and... the response being because I think you're, you're absolutely right I often hear people say well is it is it girl, girl guides yeah. is it, do you just do ropes like do you, do you teach the kids yeah. how to do knots or are you sewing like what are some of the, the myths that you come up against and, yeah. and how do they respond when they actually hear about the work that's done yeah well we always get the question like oh do they still wear the uniforms and do, they, do you still do the drills like because it had obviously quite like military mm. um, connotations but that's like moved on now from that and um do still have uniforms but they're polo shirts like beautifully brightly colored mm. polo shirts so that just provides like a nice sort of sense of community when the girls all come together um but yeah it's just I think I've been really heartened to see that there are so many churches who maybe had these like misconceptions of what GB 
was who are sort of now coming to realize that we have this amazing like 127 years of experience of working with girls and young women mm -hmm. and empowering um, these people and they're just catching the vision for it and looking mm -hmm. to draw on what we can offer them and how we can work with them and sort of collaborate on things because mm -hmm. I think there's a real um, realization now of the necessity of championing girls within mm. the church and mm. raising them up within the church and within a Christian context. One of the things we struggle with often in churches is the the um, the drop-off that happens between children's and youth ministries. Wherever you draw the line, there's a, there's a point often where uh, kids get too old for uh, children's ministry and then they, they are given the option maybe of youth ministry or there isn't even any youth ministry for them to go into and that's when they start to disconnect with the church one of the great things about gb mm. obviously is that it it takes you all the way through mm. um do you tend to see like girls going the distance and kind of starting in gb age mm. kind of four or five and you know coming out the other end at 18 well i started when i was three I'm still in it. I'm not going to get you to guess. So I have my own little local group. Now. Yeah, that's your right answer. So yeah, my local group was last night in Northern Ireland. Mm -hmm. And you're completely right. We have girls. So there were girls last night that were 16 and they've been in that local GB group since mm -hmm. they were three. They don't have any other wider connection with the church. Mm -hmm. But if you ask them why they come, they feel it's a place where they belong, where they're mm -hmm. safe. And some of our leaders have been there the whole mm. span mm. of their life. And I think that in a when we talk about our culture today, and there's so much online connection, which can be powerful, but there can be so, mm. because of online connection, a disconnection in real life, yeah. you've got these group of women mm. that have been every week asking them, you told me to pray for that last mm. week, how did it go? It's a powerful mm. sense of belonging, that yes, they feel yeah, loved outside of their family. And for my own story, I was a rebel when I reached 15, 16, Rachel, you can't imagine <laughs> Can you? Oh, no. I refused to play netball and Whoa. nearly got turfed out of my local GB group. But what kept me there? It was actually the leaders turned around and said, Claire, we'd like you to do some leadership training. Mm. Never thought of myself as a leader. Mm. They trained me in leadership skills and then they gave me a role. So I helped with the little ones. Mm. Then mm. I did the scripture, the Bible stories. And that's what kept me mm. in GB in a time where I have to say my faith when I was late teenager, early 20s, I was probably more of an atheist. Mm. Wow. But because of those women investing in me, giving me a role in leadership, encouraging me, mm. creating that space for me to ask questions, then God used GB amazing. to bring me back amazing. to him. That's yeah. amazing. And I think let's let's stick with your story, Claire, because you you have a, a kind of a global role. You're vice president of GB International and, and yeah. the insights that you have, I love hearing your stories. You're often in Australia or Singapore or somewhere sending back amazing stories. And actually, as this podcast goes to air, you are going to be part of a GB delegation of hope yeah. at the United Nations. So like that, wow. that blows my mind. That's incredible. Yeah. Like, like what is that? What, 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 first of all, what is that delegation of hope seeking to do? Yeah. And, um, and how does that feel for you to be someone that can speak and to raise other women? Because you're yeah. so much about raising up the girls behind you, aren't you? What is that like for you to be in that space it's of so hack? <laughs> I'm literally so excited. A yeah. bit stressed out. I'm oh. very excited. So, yeah, so why are we going to this delegation of hope? Basically, every year at the United Nations, there's a commission on the status of women. This is the largest forum where they talk about gender justice and gender equality issues. And we heard about this a couple of years ago. And in order to be able to go, you had to apply to be recognised. And that was a two-year process. Wow. And they did, because of political reasons, they did 
actually say no to some oh, organisations. Okay. So we, when we got the okay, we were yes. like, the whole reason that we wanted to go was to bring a team of younger women. Mm-hmm. So last mm-hmm. year, the kind of international team, four of us went, because we had no idea really what it was yes. like. And we just saw it. it was incredible space to talk about gender justice, but there was two gaps. There actually wasn't a lot of young women mm-hmm. and there definitely wasn't a lot of Christian voice at this mm-hmm. event. And wow. we were like, this is the gap the Girls Brigade can fill. Yeah, brilliant. And we've got amazing youth activists around the world. So we did a whole selection procedure. We've got seven incredible young women. Two are from the UK. The others are from Nigeria, uh, Malaysia, Australia, Trinidad and Tobago, uh, Zambia. Uh, and they are like incredible women that I am so inspired by in their 20s. Uh, and even one that's 18. Mm, and we're going to this forum to give them a voice, to amplify their voice. So we're actually hosting a session, which is a bit wow. scary. So who could come to that session? Yeah, who, who anyone that's attending the Commission of Any Women. So it could wow. be government, yeah, it could be okay. government delegations, it could be other faith-based actors. And the session is called uh, She Speaks Young Women on Faith, Life and Transformation. And they're speaking about issues like girls' access to education, mental health, uh, period stigma, um, and actually gender-specific persecution. And we're hosting it with Open Doors. Brilliant. And we've also got input from people like Christian Aid. Yeah. So for these young women, I was thinking, like, I'm not I'm not speaking at this event. I'm just helping them organise. I'm thinking, these young women, what an mm. incredible opportunity yeah. for them to use their voices and their experiences to advocate for Christian faith mm. at the end. Mm. Because we, we're going to meet women and men that will tell us, as Christians faith denigrates women yes. you know it's a barrier yeah, yeah. but these young women mm. their story is different mm-hmm. and it's all about amplifying mm-hmm. their, their voice and their experience and what's really exciting is we created like a whole bio list and I circulated to non-faith actors and secular organizations and they're approaching us and they're saying we see that one of the young women has creative arts and mental health experience so she's inputting into a secular Amazing. session about how to Amazing. use creativity and mental wow. art like it's just That's like amazing. it's mind showing up and being seen and yeah. being in the conversation isn't it that's incredible yeah. florence so um claire mentioned things like a uh, work around uh, a period stigma um girls mental health girls well-being are these some of the topics that a local group a gb group is resourced to do something about are there things that, that in the uk that the gb is doing yeah definitely so um at the moment the gb europe is currently putting together a um resource pack on period stigma um so as far as we know we're the first faith-based organization Mm. to be um sort of speaking out on this topic which is really exciting to Mm. be like part of that um yeah so that's hopefully going to be like busting the stigma surrounding menstruation so that girls and women can talk about it but also men as well Mm. like and hopefully in doing so we break down this kind of idea that this is a hidden health issue and it's Mm. actually just something that we can talk about and we can also then tackle all the like poverty surrounding Mm -hmm. menstruation as well um so that's really great that we're like coming at that from a christian perspective as well Mm -hmm. like really excited Mm -hmm. um to bring that out um yeah and also just a lot about like well-being and girls well-being mental health is something that's really important to us um there was a report released recently by Plan UK and um, in it they just sort of spoken to, it's very anecdotal, speaking to lots of girls about their experiences and they've just found really that in light of all of these cuts to um, like public funding and things that there is no um, 
no or little help out there for young people. Mm. Um, only one in three of children and teenagers with diagnosable mental health issues actually receiving NHS mm. um, treatment. And um, girls in particular is, are feeling the brunt of this. They, they feel like they're picking up the emotional labour that mm. these services would be providing. So in a way, well, in many ways, it's just completely unacceptable because it sort of relegates girls back to that traditional, like, socially constructed idea of the girl as the carer. Mm. Um, and, yeah, there just isn't enough space there for girls to actually explore their own mental well-being and look out for themselves. They feel mm. the burden of looking out for others who are struggling mm. in light of mm. this um, current situation that we mm. find ourselves in. Mm. Um, so, yeah, uh, GB is massively there as like a space for girls to support them and mm. to work through these issues with them mm. and um yeah we explore all sorts of things like and what that. i love about gb is that that those conversations are happening girls are safely having those conversations with their peers mm. but also with women of uh, two or three generations mm. all in the same mm. youth program which i find just so powerful you have a woman maybe in her 80s who is mm. doesn't feel able to maybe run the session but she's doing this tuck shop or she's signing the children mm. in and i think the wisdom that she brings is still being shared and i think that's such a gift to the church that mm. gb mm. offers that space for girls of all generations to kind of talk about mm-hmm. these topics I guess conversations like around period stigma and mental health for many churches they feel like I don't know how I'd have even traditional youth ministry like we don't tend to talk about that I very had much. A, a very interesting mm-hmm. conversation with Claire on the phone mm-hmm. uh, a couple of weeks ago I, I pro- probably the first in-depth conversation I've ever had I don't think he even said the word period in my life about <gasps> I don't, I don't, have you said it yet should we get him to say period there are. yay okay uh, I don't, I've ever had a, a long conversation with anyone about periods um, but it was it, I think it's great you've got to create those safe yes. spaces yes. for girls to talk with women and each other about mm. their mental health about periods and things like that but also we need to bring some of these conversations into the light, into Absolutely. the mainstream. Absolutely. And I, refl- I, you know, reflecting on how yeah. sort of my engagement with periods over, you know, yeah. the last 30 years or whatever has been sex education when I was 10 or 11. Mm. We were taken into separate rooms at that point. And so boys weren't allowed to hear the mm. bit about periods. Yeah. At, I mean, that may have changed now, but certainly when I was a, growing up, uh, and mm. so a lot of youth workers today, mm. you know, were yeah. growing up, we were not... We were not allowed to even hear that stuff. Yeah. Um, and then the, there's the sort of media glamorization of, of periods in a weird sort of way. Do you know what I mean by that? So they're like the body form commercial or the fact that in like those commercials, they, they always have those blue. those things where they have a blue liquid yeah. that they pour on and things. We're over yeah. anyone thinks we're talking about blood. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So for, for, for us as guys growing up in that world, like, it's no surprise really that we don't understand. Yeah. And then when we are, I don't mean confronted by it, but like we are brought, you know, mm. oh, suddenly this is the reality of it, this is what it is. Like we don't know how to deal with that mm. and we find it, you know, weird because yeah. because we've actually been like, culture's kind of kept us away from that all the time. So yeah. so actually for boys and girls, it's really important that, that we do talk about periods as a normal mm. part of yeah. growing up and mm. um, not as a, the butt of a joke, Absolutely. you know, which is always the way, you know, even I would have probably, yeah. you know, even I would have engaged with, <laughs> yeah. with this, this question is making a joke yeah. about, you know, the time of the month. Um, and actually, you know, guys, guys need to understand what it involves yeah. and then maybe we can just 
Mm. Move on. And it is a serious issue because the Plan UK report said that one in seven girls don't know what's happening mm. when they get their period. And like they don't come to school. It's not even that they can't afford it. They're too mm. worried about leakage. And mm. like, I wonder, Rachel, would you agree with this as more mature, like not mm. mature yeah, women? I am. Not, I'm owning it. But like, it's like even embarrassing yeah. for us to say. Yes. Like, yes. so for example, like I remember my sister, I took out a pad yes. in a restaurant and it was a pad. And she's like, put that in yes. your bag. Yeah. And it's like half the world. Like I, I have my period at the minute. I've got yes. no shame saying no, that. Absolutely. You yeah, know, yeah. it's half the world yes. gets it, and we absolutely. need to speak better, and we need to break the taboos. Yeah. Because if we as adult women can't speak about it, yeah. how do we expect the younger and girls? And I think as well, I think one of the great things that GB can do is really help the church understand conversations around gender equality. So, ir- irrespective of a church's position on egalitarianism or complementarianism, is your church good news a place where girls can thrive? And that mm. that has to involve them um, inhabiting their own bodies, like valuing. Mm their own bodies and I think when I hear sermons preached where the male preacher will only use the male pronoun I think you've you've dismissed women but you also dismiss the fact that as a woman who might be currently menstruating and and that is constantly in my head am I leaking have I got my where's the next toilet that actually Jesus can still fully work in my life and I can fully lead even in this moment and when when the when the male pronoun is the only one that's given women are kind of thought well the times when I can act like a man I can be used but the times where maybe I'm pregnant or I'm having a period or, or I'm sweating or whatever it is yeah. the, those female moments I can't really be used by God so I think GB has I think traditionally been a, been a project that all churches can engage with irrespective of the theology mm-hmm. because somehow it unites around let's see this girl flourish like this girl can I think that's mm-hmm. really exciting yeah. Jesus stands right behind her and says this girl can she yeah. can I just love that about GB yeah. so what are the campaigns or things that we could get involved in here number one I know everybody now wants to get a GB group in their church. I can hear it. So what would they do to, to find out about the resources and how they could connect with GB? Yeah, well, we're going to have a brand new website. So I Woo-hoo! don't know its address oh. just wow. yet. But it should have launched by the time of this podcast. Oh, so good. I will double check. But if you Google it, you'll find us. And you'll see all lots of information if you're a church leader, if you're a parent. Is that actually Girls Brigade Ministries? Is that the Girls Brigade Ministries? ministries right. Yeah. So okay. check that out. And uh, we're always happy to hear from parents we're delighted to hear from church leaders and we're delighted to hear from women that want to volunteer their time and this year over the next couple of months we're going to be holding build hope equipping events so that's an opportunity for you to come to your local area meet with other church leaders mm. meet with someone from girls brigade hear more about girls brigade mm. but also get some equipping mm. on issues that are impacting young people for example gender stereotypes uh, self-worth uh, and it's completely free mm. uh, and we just want to connect with the local churches so that's a great way uh, of getting so involved. people can either find out where their one is in their area or they can approach you and say yeah. i'd like to host it our church would like to put that mm. on yeah and anything from you florence anything you want to draw attention to like a one resource on Coco website or something you think actually there's something there just to for people to get a little taste of what GB is about yeah I think well Coco itself is like an amazing resource if people want to find out sort of who we are and what we do mm. and how we think about things um mm. it's a really good resource it's our online platform where we share um video blogs and these amazing films um that have just recently won awards mm. um, on real issues affecting young people, not just girls. So um, an amazing, our most recent film is about kindness. Um, and it's just, yeah, they're really great resources to use in your youth group to spark conversation around these topics. Mm. Or uh, even if as a young person, 
you might want to you might want to recommend it to a young person just to have a, have a watch um they're just beautiful so how could someone films. find that what would that be just... uh, so that's the coco story and just yeah. importantly coco stands for keep on keeping on right Correct. so it's k-o-k-o not yes. like coco monkey no. <laughs> yeah it's very good no <laughs> my very own James. James, behind the camera yeah, over there. Meg Cannon. Yeah, uh, is, uh, is the auteur behind oh, many of those them, amazing so. films. Bringing the stories to life. <laughs> Thank you so much. I mean, I don't want this to end. I just want us to keep Neither do I. I'm these. totally comfortable. Oh, this is just brilliant. This is so, so <laughs> Let's good. talk about periods some more. Well, no, just, I just love these ladies being here. Sure. But thank you so much for your time and thank you so much for being here. And we're going to watch the space and get excited about what happens after Delegation of Hope in the UN, which you are currently at, even as we're listening mm. to this. Bless you. Yeah, sorry about the time travel thing. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't yeah. really make a lot Let's of sense. Let's just go with that. Let's go with that. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, no, thank you for coming yeah, on. And, and I do, awesome. and I want to just say, like, so my daughter came up through Girls Brigade and has had such an amazing, yeah. like, it has been a, a privilege as a dad to watch female empowerment really happen in a really positive, like non-tokenistic um, uh, way. Uh, and she now, like, she, she's um, a sports person. She's, she's doing lots of cool things in which she's actually leading uh, at age 12. And I totally put that down to the fact Incredible. that she grew up in that very empowering yeah. environment. With... We just we just love seeing girls be all that God created them to be. And like mm. we've got like that's amazing with your daughter. Don Butler was a former GB girl. We've got bishops that are former GB yes. girls. But whatever God wants them to be, we just mm. want to help encourage mm. that. You know, mm. and just see them flourish, as you mm. said, and see them value their identity in Christ. So that's really encouraging to hear, Martin, about your daughter. Okay. Well, thank you yeah, so much for coming uh, and and being with us today. So great to meet uh, Claire and Florence. Got through the whole interview without doing any jokes around the name Florence. Which Is that were you? Were you having to fight that? Very difficult for me. Oh. Uh, because Florence is a lovely name, but it, there's a lot of kind of cultural references and things yes, you could pick up around. Yes, the magic roundabout. A little unusual. Yeah. Well, that's a very old that's cultural, a very old cultural reference. reference. So I had um, Amy. I was, I was texting with Amy uh, prior to this, uh, this recording. And uh, she was saying, oh, we've got um, Claire and Florence coming in. And I said, oh, I hear uh, Florence is great, but um, Claire, you need to watch out. She's a bit of a machine. Oh! oh don't, don't, don't react like that. Because um, <laughs> because Amy had no idea what I meant by that. So <laughs> not, only, not only did she have no idea, she was worried that, that Claire Rush was a formidable woman. <laughs> And that we should uh, we should be careful. And she was like, "Oh, should we just? Do you think we should just interview Florence then?" <laughs> so then I messaged her back. I was like, "Read it again. Read the message again, Amy." <laughs> and so she did. She was like, still. "Is there a problem with Claire? I don't understand." I said, "Read it to someone else, Amy." She did. She read it to someone else in the office. Turns out, no one in Newscape gets my jokes. What? I got it straight away. Well, you I made that it. sort of. You made that. Re- you know the noise car. you just made was a bit like when, like an old man <laughs> yes. at a party, yes. and you're he's a sort and of I'm patriarch. Trying- yeah, and he's you a know patriarch. You, you know you have to laugh. <laughs> oh yes, oh, you yes. idiot! But also, it's an indication that I know what you're talking about. I know that cultural reference, Florence yeah. and the Machine. In fact, Florence and the Machine were playing the first year that National Youth Ministry Weekend they were. was at the Vox. They were. Which is why none of us could get any food. There's always there's night. always concerts going All on. Fans in the arena opposite, and we can always tell by looking at what the fans dress like. There was a there was a night when, what I like to call Rick Astley night, where there was just there was a older men, not older men, no, 
No, there were no older men at a Rick Astley game. <laughs> it's all older women, isn't there it? Were, there were, lots of older women. you know, a certain demographic. <laughs> of women that, that uh, just wants to go... How would, how would they go and say, oh, you can just tell there was a youth work, Christian youth worker conference on because all those people that dress like dot, dot, dot. Like, how would we, like... There's an interesting It used to be bell-bottom jeans, wasn't it? Like, 15 years ago, you were check shirts. a youth worker. There's a lot of check possibly shirts. Possibly check shirt, yeah. Possibly. Beanie, Beanie hats. Put lots of hoodies. Yeah. Lots of hoodies. S- suitable footwear. What, like suitable footwear or comfortable I'm actually, footwear? I'm going to out it now. I'm slightly disappointed at the, at, at the state of the footwear of the most youth workers. We're quite sensible, aren't we? And I, I want a bit more outrageous footwear, really. There are, there's a, there's a whole movement who wear socks and sliders, you know. Is there? Yeah, yeah. It's quite cool, isn't it? It's, the Is hill, it? it's like the Hill song, like Dan Blythe made that oh, call. I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I've seen people from that church wearing clothes I don't even understand. But it's amazing. They really have it. I tell you what they have. I tell you what I've seen that I genuinely don't understand is like a hooded t shirt yeah. with like sleeves to, uh, like short sleeves, but yeah. then a massive gap yeah, to, to the side the to let the air yeah. in. What is that? James, do you have you got one of those? <laughs> no. You're not one of those. It's like, oh, it's just a You're a little bit hill song, aren't you? Like you have been known to be a little bit hillsong. <laughs> it's now a verb. Have you got a, Have you got one of the special hats? The beautiful people hillsong. No, not yet. Not yet. Oh, <laughs> not yet. We, love, we love Dan Blythe and those guys. Oh, Dan great, Watson. Great guys. I don't think Dan Watson would wear that. I've no idea who he is. I think he would. He's a youth pastor great. at Hillsong. Fantastic. Yes, he's amazing. Hello. We love you. Do you in have fact, the... I went and did some stuff with you lovely hillsong people and I just informed me they took one look at what I was wearing and went, ah, we've, we've got some stuff in the cupboard. Do you want to <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. So maybe it's my love of the crazy footwear is not everyone's cup of tea. If anyone knows what's that, what that's called, it'd be oh really my helpful. Oh goodness, you're on it with the hooded that. t-shirt the hood, with the armpits. The pit, the pit shirt. I don't think it's called that. The pit hood. <laughs> pit hoodie. The patootie. If anyone knows what that's the called, patootie. can you get in touch with us on social media or email us podcast at youthscape.co.uk. So I'm really glad that at the end of a very profound interview mm. with our dear guest, we, we end up yet again in some nether body region, don't we? Armpits. This Armpits time. are not nether. They're not nether. They're fairly nether. <laughs> nether forever. So that was good. And um, I think that's all we need to say, apart from advertising yes. some things. So advertising some things that'll sorry. make people keep listening. <laughs> advertising. It's a very language that we don't use at Escape. Yes. Sorry. Yeah. No, we're not trying to sell you stuff. No, we're not. We're just wanting you to come and Invest be blessed. In your own development. Yeah, in exchange for money. In our way. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, we have a program of training events coming up here, mostly at the building in Luton. It's opposite, dead easy. It's opposite Luton Station. You can't miss it if, as long as you come out the right exit. So you turn right at the top yeah. of the stairs. Most and then it. right in front of you, there's like a big mill with a giant pink neon sign on the roof. That's Youthscape. And there, there's a bunch of different training events. You can find them all at youthscape.co.uk slash... YW training. YW training. There's all sorts of things on there. Thank Some you, Amy. Great stuff. So therapeutic counselling. No. Therapeutic mentoring. Therapeutic mentoring. Um, there's some, there's a, is there a girl one? There's, well, there's, there's not a girl one, but there's one on sexting. The, sexting. The, they, they need to be confirmed. You're doing something I'm doing a boy one, which is why I asked if you were Fantastic. doing a girl one. So there is a man you made to be yeah. uh, one, which I'm doing with, with Matt, Aww. who is assistant director Matt. Fantastic. So you've, if you've enjoyed... Those brief off comments. If you enjoy the way he holds the camera, yeah, then you might like to come to that. Then that you'll one. enjoy the way he holds a training day. Oh, it's, oh, that's like noise again, isn't it? Oh, so that's, that's oh, <laughs> you idiot. 
So, uh, <laughs> so, we're, so we're doing that in June. So find out about that and a bunch of other uh, training events that are running at youthscape.co.uk slash YWtraining. That's Wonderful. it for today. That is it for today. We've really enjoyed being with you guys and we hope that you have enjoyed the kind of the crazy buffer either side but that gold in the middle. Do check out Girls Brigade. They are amazing. Have See a great soon. week.